Hello, brothers and sisters. Welcome home to the No Parents Podcast. Each week, I share my recovery story of losing both of my parents to help others normalize their thoughts on grief. Hello, and welcome home to the No Parents Podcast. My name is Elise Parkinson. Welcome to episode one. I created this podcast because I wanted to share my story with you to help you normalize your own thoughts on grief. I lost my mom when I was 19 years old, and I also lost my dad when I was 7 years old. And for so long, it honestly felt like nobody understood anything that I was going through, and sometimes still feel that way a little bit. But I wanted to create a safe space for those of you that feel like I did, the people that feel lost, and the people that feel like nobody gets it, because I might not understand 100%, but I definitely have been where you are. And I definitely know that a lot of people, millions of people, feel the way that you do. So if you are here because you lost a parent, first I'd just like to say that I'm proud of you for being here because I know that it's a big step to kind of come to terms with your grief and the things that you're feeling. I know that there's a lot of stigma that goes around grieving and you oftentimes might feel like you don't even really have space to grieve and people are just like, why don't you feel better already? And That is not the kind of vibe that I want to put out there because that's not how it is. There's so many things that go along with losing a parent and I want to talk about them. So how did I get here? Um, How did I start recording this podcast? You know, one day I typed into Google, no parents podcast, and I didn't find anything. And I was like, seriously, not one other person has made a podcast about not having parents. And I did find one later, um, you know, I've recorded this a couple times, but I did find one later that is called the Dead Parents Podcast, which I didn't know about, but that one's more like stories of individual people, so I thought that was pretty interesting, and then, you know, of course, there are other podcasts like Life Without My Mom, things like that, um, but not really very specific to literally people like me that have no parents, not one parent. So if you are here because you've only lost one parent or you've lost both, either way is totally fine. I still think that this will be extremely valuable to you, so don't feel like you have to turn this off. Um, And if you are here not because you lost someone, but you're listening for somebody else, like maybe your children lost their parent or maybe you're just listening for a friend who lost a parent, that's totally fine too. Welcome, and I think you'll find this valuable. I do plan to keep it real here. You might hear me cry. Actually, I know you will because I did cry a little bit in a couple of my episodes, Um, but you'll probably hear me laugh and you might hear my raw feelings about death and they might make you feel a certain type of way, but you know, we're in this together and it's all about feeling everything that you need to feel to move forward. That's pretty much what I preach all the time, which wasn't the case for me for a really long time. I used to hide all my feelings and pretend that maybe if I held them all inside that they wouldn't exist anymore and I'd be fine. I am not a mental health professional. I did study psychology in school. However, um, I didn't move forward with that career path because at the time I lost my sister and decided that maybe right now is just not the time for me. But um, I did consider getting a master's degree, but at the time I just wasn't in a mental space to do that. But I'm not a mental health professional. So if you are struggling with depression or anxiety or suicidal thoughts, please go see a mental health professional. This podcast is not a replacement for that. I too personally see a therapist myself and it's honestly the best choice I ever made for myself because I ignored my feelings for so long and I was like maybe they'll just go away like I said. Um, If that's you, same. 
I totally wished and hoped and thought that maybe, you know, time heals, like people say, but that didn't really seem to be the case. And if anything, I think it only made me more upset the further I went along with my grief. So I started asking my therapist, I'm like, why am I not feeling better? And he's like, oh, because you're not grieving, right? And there's no right way to grieve, actually. But um, he was just like, you're not allowing yourself to grieve is what I should have said. Um, And I'm like, well, what do you mean? I literally feel like I'm grieving every day, every second of my life. And he's just like, well, you're not really acknowledging your grief. You don't allow yourself to have feelings. You don't allow yourself to express when you're upset. You just kind of hold it all in and hope that it goes away. And that's really just not how it works. And I'm like, okay, well, then how does it work? Like, what is the secret to grief? And he's like, you just have to feel. Like, you have to allow yourself to feel when you have different situations that come up. If you feel like you need to cry, you need to not hold it in. You need to actually cry and acknowledge, like, hey, this makes me upset. And I was like, nah, I don't want to do any of that because that's hard (laughs) and that's too real. And I don't feel like I'm capable of doing that because if I do that, then I'll cry and then I'll have a panic attack and then I will, you know, people will know I'm crying and people will know I'm sad. And really, like, I had so much fear about people knowing that I'm not okay, which seemed to be the thing for me personally. Like, I didn't want people to think that I was, like, weak or not strong, which is so not the case. Like, that is just a disgusting little, like, thought that I had in my head that I couldn't let go of that was like, I don't want people to know that I have feelings. So if you're not aware, there are five stages of grief. One of them is denial. One is anger. One is bargaining. One is depression. One is acceptance. These can come in any order. So if you feel like you've been through one or the other, you know, denial is you're like, this isn't happening to me. You kind of avoid it. Anger is when you're really upset that you have to live in this world without that person, or you might just be really angry all the time and you don't even know why. Another is bargaining, which I think that this was one that I really struggled with a lot. Like I was always like, why not me? Why not someone else? Why my family? Why does this happen to me? Why did this happen at all? Why does anyone have to go through this? Why is this the life that people live? And then of course there's depression where it really didn't matter what anybody said and I didn't really care about what anyone's opinion was. I just was sad. It didn't matter. And then acceptance, which I feel like I've come and gone through. Um, It comes and goes. It depends what day it is. It depends what year it is. It depends what holiday it is. Um, So you can go in and out of these stages. Like, you know, next week I might be back in the angry phase where I'm just mad about life. And that's just grief. Like that is how it goes. But the important thing is don't judge where you're at and make space for yourself to have those feelings. My goals for this podcast are to help you normalize your grief by helping you become more comfortable with your grief, and hopefully by sharing my story, you can identify with parts of it and kind of find yourself in them and maybe have the ability to find some more courage to allow yourself to grieve and understand what things are kind of, I don't want to say normal, but what things are common and what things you can work with to actually start feeling better. I plan to cover topics like avoidance, planning a funeral, how to clean up your loved one's house, like where can you store things, um, secondary loss, patience, um, primary loss versus, you know, short-term death versus long-term death. I want to cover different things because for some people, you know, there are actually 24 million Americans that do not have parents and that's teens and children and that doesn't even include, you know, the adults of the world, like when my mom died, I was 19. Technically, I was an adult, but still very much a child. I think a lot of, you know, a lot of people still live at home with their parents until they're like 25. 
So I want to talk about the transitions and I want to talk about people having opinions about your grief and how do you talk about your grief and how do you share and how do you let people know what you need? That These are things that I plan on covering on this podcast because I feel like there is no guidebook for this and I wish that I wish I had a podcast like this when I first started grieving because it would probably make me feel a little bit more at home and a little bit more understood. So that's my goal for you guys. I'll also be sharing resources that have helped me, therapy sessions, conversations that I've had, my own pages directly from my journal, anything that has helped me with my own grief, I plan to talk about. I'm a huge advocate for going to therapy, so if that's something that doesn't sound comfortable to you, don't worry, but it's something to consider, something that has really helped me. Um, If you don't want to go to therapy, your job might actually offer six free sessions, just so you know if you're kind of like, I don't want to go because I can't pay for it. Your job might actually offer six free sessions. Also, um, on my Instagram, I share daily grief quotes about how I'm feeling and daily grief quotes about how pretty much just what I'm thinking and what I'm going through and kind of the thoughts that we have day to day as grievers. There's also griefshare.org, which is a space to talk to other grievers. You just go griefshare.org, type in your zip code, find a meeting that you can go to. And the reason I share these little safe spaces is because when I first started sharing about my grief, I was met with some really rude comments. Like, someone was like, you've been grieving for three years. How come you're not over it already? Excuse you? Like, are you kidding me right now? That is not how grief works. And there are so many other things you lose when you lose a loved one. There's so much secondary loss. And it made me not want to share. And it made me feel embarrassed and misunderstood and so invalidated, which really pissed me off. And I... Wanted to kind of curl up into a ball until I found other resources and ways to actually ask for help. So um, I brought it up in therapy instead. You know, I was like, I'm over this. I'm sick of people judging me. I'm sick of people telling me how to grieve. I'm sick of, you know, people's expectations for how long grief takes. I'm sick of my own expectations for how long my grief should take. But what I learned was that it's actually really hard to grieve. You know, I would go to therapy and there was this two-year span where I'd be like, hey, I'm ready to talk about my mom. And then we'd bring it up and I wouldn't go back for four months. And then I'd go back and then we'd talk about my mom again and I wouldn't go back for six months. And it was like this thing where I felt ashamed of myself because I wasn't able to talk about my mom without letting it ruin my whole life. I used to have panic attacks and I used to wonder why my body was attacking me. So that's also another thing I want to cover. And I wondered what was wrong with me. And there are so many triggers out there. I want to talk about triggers, things that affect you, things that you can stay away from, things that you can avoid. I want to talk about what you can do and how do you react and how do you ask for help. So the next episode will cover topics about how to make space for grief. I'll share my story of things that people said, how it made me feel. Hopefully when you hear these things that people have said to me, you can kind of identify with them and understand maybe why these things have maybe made you feel comfortable or upset. For the next episode, since I am talking about ways that you can open up to other people, if this does scare you, that's normal. So if you want to skip the next episode, I understand. But I also do encourage you to listen to it because I think that it will help you at least have a goal for your future. When I am ready to talk to someone, how will I do it? And you can kind of have a little toolbox ready to go. So if you aren't sure how to grieve, follow my Instagram at the No Parents Podcast or my Facebook page, the No Parents Podcast, where I post daily grief quotes that normalize your thoughts on grief. And I will see you for episode two next week. Take care and thank you for listening.